Zad Zad, everybody. Welcome to a very special edition of UCI Conversations. My guest today is Professor Mark Stivers. He is a professor of cognitive science and is affiliated with the Computer Science Department. What is particularly interesting about UCI's Mark Stivers at this moment is that he just completed the New York City Marathon a couple of hours ago, all 26.2 miles, with a personal best time of just under four hours. Wow, that's very good. And we have arranged a phone interview. Mark, are you there? I'm here, yes. Fantastic. How did it go? Well, um, there are different parts of the story here. So the marathon itself didn't go so well for me. Oh. My time was not the time that I, that I hoped to run. But my spirits are, are high, and I actually, this was the best race I've ever had in terms of interacting with the crowd. Oh, and, and so I'm actually in a, in, in a great mood. Despite my you know, somewhat poor performance, I, uh, I had the best race ever in terms of you know, talking to people and interacting you know, with the crowds along the way in New York has puts up a fantastic race. So, yeah, I, I can't complain. Well, great to hear. We want to hear all about it. Why don't we start first with what were you shooting for for your time? Well, I was hoping to run under three hours. Wow. And based on my half marathon times, that should be possible. Yeah. But it, it, the marathon is a different beast, so things don't scale up from the half marathon very easily. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know, I might not be built for the marathon. Things broke down at around mile 18 or so, and I never recovered from it. Yeah, other people can handle these long distances, and I'm not so sure if, if this is the right distance for me. Gotcha, gotcha. What, what was the longest that you trained, the longest distance at one training session that you did? In training, I went uh, up to 21 miles. Okay. But very slow, so that was manageable, mm-hmm. but never, yeah, typically so you, around 16 miles or so. Gotcha. So you never pushed it in training to get to where you felt like you were right on for three hours. There was a question going into the race that you were optimistic, but you were going to test yourself today, and, and you did. Yeah, so, right. Interesting. Was it your best marathon time today? I know you've done four other marathons. Is that true? I've done three, three marathons. Oh. marathons before so one was first one was in four hours the second one three hours and 20 minutes and the third one in two hours and 55 minutes 255 yeah, yeah. wow so, so this you, was so my second worst marathon yeah. so you have you have broken three hours <laughs> yes i have well that's really interesting did you feel that you were as prepared this time i mean you were you were optimistic that was your goal did did you feel fairly confident going into it? Yeah, I was. I was fairly confident. I was telling a lot of people that uh, I that I would break three hours. Yeah. That was just a matter of you know by how much I would break three hours. Yeah. But yeah, this is the marathon, and you know, thinking back about it, I was probably overconfident, mm. as so many people are about the marathon. You learn to be uh, a bit more humble. Yeah. <laughs> about the experience once you've done it. Did you know fairly early in the race that you weren't going to get to three or below? Or No, no. Things went really well the first half marathon. Uh-huh. And it felt, it felt great. And then... We had to go over the Queensboro Bridge into Manhattan, mm-hmm. and there's a um, there's a significant incline there, mm-hmm. and it's long. And whatever aches and pains you have, it's amplified when you go up uphill, mm-hmm. and then you have to go downhill. So you hope to pick up the pace, and I didn't feel like it, you know, run as fast anymore. And then you're on First Avenue, if I remember correctly. I think you're right. And, and crowds are amazing, so you start to speed up a bit. 
Uh-huh. And yeah, I realized, yeah, I, I'm not doing so well anymore. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah. things went downhill very quickly from there. Okay. And In it, fact, I walked four miles or so of the race. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. I actually completed a marathon in 2002, the LA Marathon, and I actually had to walk the last couple miles, I think maybe three or four miles. And I remember I actually trained without... Did you eat during the race? Did you have nourishment? Yeah, some energy gels. Yeah, and I actually... Energy gels were somewhat new, at least to me back in those days. But when I hit around mile 20, I could just feel the energy draining from my body. It was like, you know what? I don't know if I'm going to get upset stomach. I don't know if I'm going to get sick, but I do know that I won't complete this race unless I eat something. So there you go. So anyway, did you feel like you were, as you were hitting a bit of a wall there after the half marathon distance, was it mental for you? How was that at that point? Yeah, it wasn't so much mental. It's my hip flexors. They gave out so I couldn't pick up my legs Mm. anymore. Yeah, you lose your stride. Mm-hmm. And you can't run with the same speed, mm-hmm. and then and that makes things worse because you don't have the the correct stride anymore. Mm-hmm. And at some point, my hip flexors just completely gave out, and that's the point where I started to walk. You know, what are your hip flexors? I've um, heard the term a lot, but where is that on your leg? Is that at the top above your knee, or or? So it's it's near your hip. Uh, oh, okay. Front. Oh, okay. So you need to pick up your legs, and wow. Yeah, it's a classic issue for some runners that they have poor hip flexors and i guess i'm a little bit older than i used to be uh-huh. and so i have to work on these kinds of imbalances gotcha hey just for a, a moment mark for those of our listeners who have joined us late you are listening to uci conversations and we're talking with uci professor mark stivers who just completed the new york marathon a few hours ago so you said mark the crowds were amazing was now i know the three previous marathons you did were in chicago correct yeah and the crowds are, are quite supportive there but new york takes things to a different level i would say and maybe it had something to do with the recent terrorist attack. Mm. Um, so the crowd wanted to show, you know, that they're not afraid, and people came out in huge numbers. And I had, you know, the great opportunity to to observe the crowd because when I started to walk, you have time to look at people, you have time to talk to people, and and high five people. That was actually an amazing moment where I couldn't run, but I was high fiving people, and they were, you know, cheering me on and trying to get me to run again. And a few moments where I managed to, to get started running again, there's a roar going through the crowd, like they were so happy that they could persuade me to run again. Yeah. And. It, it, it's it's so powerful when you have lots and lots of people you know cheering you on and I'm so happy about this whole experience. Oh, uh, that is one of the best experiences in my life, I have to say. Fantastic. Uh, despite feeling absolutely awful from just a physical perspective. Right. You are living the stories that we've heard. Wow, great to hear. What time did you get up this morning? Uh, let's see, about ten to five. Oh, okay. So not as early because as I the thought. Bus, the bus leaves at 5.30 a.m. Okay. And then you're there a little bit before 7 a.m. And then you have to still wait almost three hours before the race starts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But it's not actually not a bad experience either because everybody's yeah. trying to relax and trying yeah. to prepare themselves mentally. And some people bring a book. They're just reading. And yeah, it's, uh, I didn't mind sort of waiting in this in the start village uh, yeah. for a while. Good. Did you take the bus over on the uh, Staten Island Ferry or did they take you the long way on the bridges? Well, there, there was a busing system. Okay. That's one of the options to, to get to the start. Got you. Yeah. I did see on TV that it was drizzly. Did, was that, you know, did you feel cold at all or were you 
for no, it was it was fine actually. We um, there was some rain forecast, but it never actually rained. Gotcha. So conditions weather wise were were absolutely perfect. Were you running with a friend? Did you go with a friend? Yeah, I went with a friend. He did the smart thing of going out a little slower, and he did pass me. <laughs> 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 did he see the classic you? story? He did pass me at mile nineteen, I believe. Oh, interesting. And he went on to do great. You know, run a great time. He ran yeah. three hours and two minutes. Wow! So great wow. for him. Yeah, he wasn't very happy about the time, but he also wanted to break three hours. But relative to my time, he did very, very well. And how long did you train for this marathon? Uh, about two, three months or so, but probably not enough. <laughs> when did you apply to do the marathon within those two or three months or was it earlier than that or no it happened a long time in advance to remember it was around February or so, okay. uh, many months ago. So you, you sign up and most people get in through the lottery. It's very difficult to uh, to get into because I'm like a 15% chance. So if you make the lottery, it's it's a big event. Uh-huh. Um, I got in through a previous half marathon time. Oh, really? Um, and how about the fitness of your fellow runners? Were you surprised sometimes by, wow, that person, you know, I'm surprised that they're running. They're in my group. That happened at all? Or Yeah, absolutely. You have runners of all kinds of sizes and the marathon is for a big part mental and some people have that ability to dig deep yeah i have a lot of respect for people that might not be talented as some other people but they have that mental capacity to to dig deep yeah so i'm not sure if i was digging deep today Did you go by Yankee Stadium, by the way? I was in the Bronx in the... Might have passed it. I don't remember. Gotcha. And then was it pretty neat running past Central Park and then finishing in Central Park? Yeah, that's quite special. Again, enormous crowds, some bands that are playing, and you you feel the excitement of being near the finish line. And then finally, you are crossing the finish line, which is a great moment. And then what I didn't realize, you still have to walk quite a distance to leave Central Park. It was surprisingly long. I think I ended up walking almost two miles to get out of Central Park. Yeah. Were you able to get some transportation to your hotel? Well, there's kind of a funny story. I had $25 on me. I was very tired, so I was thinking the first transportation option that I see, I'll take it uh-huh. back to the hotel because I really did not want to walk anymore. So finally I... Were you staying midtown? Hit, yeah, midtown. Gotcha. Right. So a bit of a distance away, too far to walk, certainly after you you know completed the marathon. Right. So I saw this bike taxi and they were ready to take me and didn't look at the price. I just sit down and bring me to 35th Street. And the guy said, uh, are you sure, sir? I said, yes. And so we get going. And then I realized I don't quite know how expensive this is. Right. So I, try, I clarified this with him while we were already going. $4 a minute. And I don't know if this was a case of price gouging or, or what, but I told him I have only $25 and bring me as far as you can. Yeah. Which wasn't very far. Within six minutes, I was out of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then I still had to walk about 45 minutes. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's so funny. But, but again, I was uh, amazed by all the New Yorkers that are looking at you. You have this, you know, funny cape over you to keep you warm. Uh, yeah. And a lot of people, they, you know, they congratulate you. Uh-huh. Some people want to talk to you. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, the hospitality of, you know, the New Yorkers w- was amazing. I was, I was impressed. Let me just catch our listeners up, Mark. We are with UCI's Mark Stivers, who is calling 
calling from New York City, and we are talking all about the New York City Marathon, which he just completed. When did you arrive in New York City, Mark? I arrived on uh, Friday evening. Did you feel like your transition to traveling and getting there, did you feel like that was enough? Would, would you like to... Yeah, that, that's, that's good, because then you have all Saturday to uh, you know pick up your race bibs and to relax in the hotel a little bit, to get one sort of good meal for carbo-loading, you know, to give you energy, and then, yeah, the next day, yeah. you have the marathon. That, that seems about right for me. Did you go to the marathon eve dinner? Was that, I know there was something scheduled. Was that something you participated in? I'm not sure if there was something. We, it's, people seek out, you know, carbohydrates, uh-huh. so Italian restaurants are popular. You pick some Italian restaurant, and then you figure you're the only marathon runner there, but it turns out the whole restaurant is full of marathon runners. <laughs> <laughs> All eating the same thing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Good, good, good. Are you aware of who won the race for the women's and the men's group? I heard that Shalane Flanagan won. Yes, she did from the USA. Uh, apparently, that's the first American in 40 years to win the event. Yeah, that's very impressive. Yeah. Um, so it's a great moment for American running. Yeah. The woman who was expected to win and picked to, to win, they were neck and neck for a, a long time in the race, but I think she may be from Kenya. She. Mary- Mary Katani. Yeah, right. Mary Katani. She never, you know, they were just, everybody was shocked that from the get-go, she wasn't just, you know, like a jackrabbit out of the chute. And I haven't heard anything, you know, an interview or anything, but that she just never, you know, never got it going. And then once Shalane started to take off, then she just never caught up with her. It was, Shalane crossed the finish line in tears. It was quite a moment. She may be retiring after this. Yeah, she was saying that in advance it might be her last race. And she uh, trained specifically to make this race her best race, putting in extra miles in training. And yeah, it's, it's a great moment for American running. And I think it's going very well in general. There's a lot, of, a lot of excitement about, you know, some of the elite runners in the U.S. that they're putting on some really great performance, Super. which is inspiring, you know, a younger generation of runners that previously might have thought, well, we'll never win against East Africans. Mm-hmm. But now they see that there's a chance of, of winning one of these major races. Mm. So it's going to draw more people to running. When are you coming back to Irvine? Traveling back tomorrow. Hey, Mark, just as a sidebar what years did you do the chicago marathon well if i remember correctly the first time was 1995 second one was 1997 or so and the last one was 2002 how were your times well the first time well i guess i survived it was about four hours or so and it had to do a lot of walking the second time was three hours and 20 minutes and the last time was two hours and 55 minutes yeah wow two hours 55 minutes that's impressive any particular memories from those marathons well the first one in 1995 i was just starting out as a graduate student Mm. and i just arrived in the u.s that year so i came from europe as was very normal during that time in europe you know people smoke and i smoked a bit young and foolish and i uh i was Still smoking while I was training for the marathon. Wow. And and at some point I realized that, you know, smoking and running do not go well together. Mm-hmm. So I quit smoking about uh, two or three days before the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a major concession on my part. <laughs> and so I participated and I was constantly thinking of, of, of smoking during the marathon. That's, that's, yeah. yeah, it was a bizarre, bizarre thought. And when the marathon was finally over, I, I had to, uh, you know, borrow smoke from somebody in the audience. And, yeah, people were uh, not not happy with me. You weren't the poster child of doing a marathon that year. 
No, not exactly. Mm. No. Yeah. <laughs> so, how long did you keep smoking after that? I I think I quit the next year. Yeah. 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 Finally, put it together. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so then, a couple of years later, it looks like your times improved. You cut off about forty minutes, maybe, maybe forty, forty-five minutes. Yeah, I, I still, I, I, if I remember correctly, I still had to do some walking in the second one, mm. and then the third one. That was my best time. I finally managed not to not to walk anymore. Yeah. yeah. What's that like? I've only done one marathon, and I definitely had from twenty to twenty-five miles. I I walked a lot. What's that like not to walk? You're well, to... it's it's brutal. It's you yeah. feel you're so tired. I mean, I was I was I was not walking, but I was definitely slowing down. Yeah, it's it's an overwhelming urge to just sit down mm. and stop doing what you what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> it is you know all the best intentions they um, you, you you lose sight of it, and then you're thinking why, why am I doing this? <laughs> I could just go home now or stop stop running, and and it's very difficult to. Um, you know, overcome those feelings and just keep focused and stay focused. Yeah. So even it's it's really interesting. Even for a runner, your your times are. I mean, my my marathon was five and a half hours. My buddy's was five hours. He was a fireman. I mean, breaking three hours is is to me really impressive. But you're even having thoughts even for you know a, a an a a well trained. Amateur athlete, you you were having those feelings also. Yeah, and, and and I'm not the only one. So even the um, the elite athletes, I've noticed several Kenyan athletes. Well, when I did the Chicago Marathon, they they quit, they give up, and they they walk the rest, or wow. um, they get off the course. And you know, it, the marathon is so taxing, so challenging that it's it's hard to always complete it. Um, mm. Most of the people that I know, they have had a bad marathon where they were forced to walk or just quit altogether. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Was it the same course all three years in Chicago? Yeah, same course pretty much. Yeah. Gotcha. How about the when you when you broke three hours, do you remember what the recovery was? I, for, for four days, I could barely walk. <laughs> Going downstairs particularly was like the worst. Do you recall very much or not really? Yeah, okay. I think you need about a week or so to recover. Mm-hmm. And it feels awful. It's exactly like you described. It's like going down the stairs or up the stairs. It's all very challenging. And once you sit down, it's hard to get up again. But there's something magic that happens after about a week or so, at least for me, where you feel the, the recovery puts you in the sort of the next phase of fitness if you do it well. Any other memories from Chicago? Was it what time of year do they do the Chicago Marathon? It's usually in the beginning of, of October. New York, I guess, is the weather, you know, unpredictable. Do, were they? Was it generally? The weather is is often very, very good. Mm. I mean, they do pick these times on purpose, right, mm. to to maximize uh, performance and you know, mm-hmm. uh, getting the best weather. Uh, you know, occasionally there's a year where it's very hot or very cold, but I I distinctly remember Chicago was was good every year I ran it. What about future running plans? I think I, uh, I'm, I'm done with marathons. I think I'm not built for marathons, so <laughs> I think uh, 
I'll go back to shorter races, half marathons, 10Ks, 5Ks. I think I uh, realized I had my limit, and 26.2 miles is, is probably too long for me. Do you think it's your A? I mean, you, you finished one at 255. I mean, that seems... I mean, I guess, are you shooting for the podium? Is that what you're... I mean, 255 is just an amazing time. Do you feel like it was you were younger, or...? If, if, I, if I would do 255 now, that would be a decent time, given my, my age. Mm-hmm. But it still would me would put me for the New York City Marathon in the top 25 in my age group. So the the point is that there are lots of people that are a lot faster, even if you correct for age. What about your training? How, was it? Did you do it like on a? Did you kind of gauge it week by week, or or was it like every other day you would run more than 10? Or you know, how did your can you describe your training? Well, previously in training, I was focusing a lot on speed. For the shorter distances, but for the marathon, you need to train more at marathon pace, or what you believe is your marathon pace, the pace that you can run for the full distance. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I did with you know a bunch of runners that were helping me and my friend out. So you do like a 10-mile run at marathon pace, and then a six-mile run, and you have a whole bunch of these runs, and you have a long run, typically on Saturday or Sunday, and then the last three to six miles, you run at marathon pace, just to get used to that feeling of running hard on tired legs. So during the week, what was your distance? Well, it fluctuated quite a bit because of work and travel. So anywhere between 40 and 60 miles. Oh, you'd go by week. You'd say, okay, I want to put between 40 and 60 miles in a week. And then you'd yeah, just... exactly. And would you just start running out of your door or did you actually go to certain areas to run, Back Bay or? Yeah, Back Bay is a popular meeting spot. I'm part of this club, Cal Coast, which has a lot of people to meet up with. So there's always somebody, you know, up for a long run at the Back Bay. Yeah, Irvine is a great place for running, I would say. Are there other people from UC? at Calcos? Yeah, there's, I believe that there are at least two other professors at Calcos. Interesting. How about your next race? Do you know what your next race will be? Probably do the Southern California Half Marathon, which is in Irvine. When is that? That's in beginning of January, I believe. How long have you been running? Since you were a kid? Yeah. And my dad took me out for some runs. He was a avid runner and he took me to some races initially i was watching him you know finish from the sidelines but then at some point i started running myself i think when i was about nine years old yeah ever since then i've been running not so much during high school and college but then became more serious when i arrived in irvine partly because of the cal coast running group which um, they're quite a supportive group and there's always people to run with. Yeah, that really took me to another level of running. So previously, I would never run more than 20 miles a week. But when you're part of Calcos, you up that mileage to become more competitive. When you complete a marathon, what do you do that night? You have plans tonight? Are you going to just kick back and watch TV? Well, if you are somewhat serious amateur runner like me you've been holding back on sweet ah. and you've not been eating certain kinds of food for a week or so you know in order to prepare for the marathon so tonight is the night where whatever you want to eat uh-huh. and you have a couple of drinks and you have a good time you have a certain food that's on your mind right now you can't wait to no dig into- I'll, I'll figure it out with my friend new york is a great place to get some good food so i'm sure we'll find a good restaurant excellent mark thank you so much for being with us it's been great to hear that new york 
York showed up big time after the events this week and it sounds like a great experience you know we set a goal and that thing about goals you don't know what the result's going to be when you set out and yet it sounds like it was a great experience with the crowd and New Yorkers and we're really happy for you we look forward to having you on the show again to talk about your expertise here at UCI it's quite interesting with your expertise in computers and also being in the Department of Social Science so we we look forward to talking with you in the future thank you so much for being with us yeah well thank you for inviting me it's a pleasure to be on the show